Hello and welcome to another spectacular special episode of iZombie Radio here on the DC TV Podcast Network. I am one of your hosts, Sean Carpenter, as usual. And this time, I'm joined by one of my lovely buddies, Mr. Blaze Hopkins. I appreciate you calling me lovely. I don't get that uh, too often. Mostly just from me. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing, dude? I'm doing well. I'm uh, having a busy week, but uh, yeah, fitting everything in, and uh, always a pleasure to hop on here and uh, talk with you. Sweet. Uh, Just as a heads up, Chris won't be here for for this. He's got, what, uh, personal issues? Uh, No, he's just, um, he is unfortunately away. Um, He's visiting his grandparents, and uh, he wasn't Uh, sure when he was going to get back. And it turns out he is staying, uh, I think, an extra day, and he doesn't get really great, um, I guess, cell reception or internet connection down there. So, he is not at the home base tonight. Well, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. And uh, <laughs> he gave us his good thoughts and best wishes for this. And so, getting straight into it, we are actually here with a good old person we interviewed last time. Even though something went awry. So... You know how technology can be sometimes. It's supposed to help enhance our lives and tends to just be very uh, obtrusive and really just dumb. But we are here with Miss Ava Fry. Hello. Tatum Weckler on season three of iZombie. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Uh, Thrilled to be here. Yeah, and we're so, glad we can no. get you back on here. Thanks for uh, joining us. Oh, no. I, I'm so sorry for the complications last time, but, you know, we're, yeah. we're here. Hey, I mean, we that appreciate, yeah, we appreciate you just... Starbucks uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, we appreciate <laughs> you trying, you know, and, uh, and yeah, we're just happy to uh, have you here to talk. Hey, Shade to Starbucks. <laughs> well, it's not the first interview that I've had where Shade has been thrown at Starbucks. Uh, I recently interviewed... Iwan Rayon from uh, Inhumans slash Game of Thrones, and uh, you there's no video. I have the video, but he says something along the lines of "f Starbucks" um, <laughs> as he's trying to cover up the logo. It was hilarious to watch. Uh, so I'm I'm no stranger to that. <laughs> I mean, Starbucks. Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> Wi-Fi in general. Not really reliable. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I have to use cell network sometimes at my house. Um, but that's beside the point. Getting right into it, we are discussing just season three as a whole. More particular, the four episodes that you were a part of. Right? Four episodes? Mm, four episodes. Okay. Good, I got the number right. <sighs> I will tell you, it's been a strange no, week, I mean... and it's only Wednesday. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah. I mean, as and... oh, like, uh, uh, a, a secret nobody knows from set is, or I don't think 
a lot of people know is I was originally supposed to be cast in one episode and back for the four. So that was really exciting. And yeah, so that was pretty amazing. I thought like, I was like, cool. Like, let's do this. Wow. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. That's pretty neat. And was that um was that pretty much do you have any idea if that was because of their I guess decisions or just change in ideas and how they wanted to uh incorporate your character or was that just uh I mean also was it one of those things where you know they just really liked uh maybe your on-screen presence and uh and decided to I guess uh, adjust because they wanted to see you a little bit more, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, what happened basically was if I did well in the first episode, they'd be back. And I don't know if it's, if it's the same for, uh, what's her name? Sorry, um, Anisha. But for, definitely for me, it was, um, they brought me back. And I was I was thrilled. I was more than happy. And honestly, the crew of Eyes on Me and the cast, they're amazing people. I'd always hang out with um Josh, our AD, and he's amazing. We would always go to the crafty station and, you know, just stock up on some snacks. <laughs> Good old brain tubes. <laughs> I, I've told you guys this before, but you guys are laughing at me, but they taste really good. And I I brought some home. And, you know, whenever I'm <laughs> in a zombie mood, I bring one out and I eat it. Well, and that's pretty neat, I would say. I mean, no, I mean, like, yeah, we laugh just because it's so funny, you know, us being uh, merely viewers and everything. But, yeah, I am. I mean, that's kind of neat. It's the little tidbits that uh, and the little insight that you're able to provide because, yeah, I mean, you know, they have to make them appealing to you <laughs> to, uh, to help. No, sell. of course. Yeah. So that's that's really cool, though. Yeah, no, they taste amazing. Like you can choose your flavor the night before. And I always chose cherry. And I think Anisha is a vegetarian, so she can't have the actual jello. So she can't have the flavor. But for me, I know they like um, they made me a special flavor, and I was like, "Girl, thank you!" <laughs> like you know, happy. And I got um, I got cherry, and I believe one time I got strawberry, but, but it was mostly cherry for me. And that's pretty cool. Also, I mean that they they even offer you flavor options. You know, it's not just like, oh, here's like a. A fruit. <laughs> oh my god! Totally. Yeah, no. Um, the flavor options like they vary, so you could go for like orange. You could go for like any. I usually stick to my OGs, strawberry and cherry, <laughs> and they're they're so tasty. Oh my god, I love them so much. And then the the brain tubes are cherry frosting. So what they do is they take frosting and then they mix in with some red food coloring and some cherry. Maraschino cherries, I believe, and you would them, and I ate all of them on set, and I took some home because they were just so good. <laughs> Very cool. It's those, it's those little things. Yeah, it's the little things that count, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Sean, do you have any uh, questions off the top of your head that you wanted to uh, dive into? Trying, trying to get the brain percolating. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I kind of asked most of them, but I'm trying to think of something else. Like, um, 
if your character were to come back sometime in season four, how mm-hmm. would you how would you like to see that character have changed in the time since? Like, because uh, I know season three, uh, season four starts what like three months after, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I, sh- I should know. I was in the press room. Uh. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, being like a blessing, like even just being like a part of season four would be amazing. I, I've heard a lot of fan theories, and the person person who's behind them is Cheers underscore Deepers, who um, has a zombie, you know, fan page, and it's Tim, and he makes these awesome like theories and. I think I like the one where uh, where me and Anisha, Anisha and I, we work as waitresses, and we um, we are sort of like part of Blaine's sort of setup, so we're kind of working for the evil slash sneakier side of the, like, of the tracks, and no, I mean, even just being a part of season four would be awesome. I, I want to leave it up to the writers, because they're geniuses as they are, so... Whatever they choose, I'm sure it'll be amazing, and we'll all be so happy. Very cool. Yeah. I guess I'm wondering too. I mean, I want to dive, you know, kind of uh, jump into your more of your experience during the um, the previous season. Was it? Um, I guess did you get to interact with it, um, many of the cast members? How was the set atmosphere? Because it seems like you know you got along great with. Um, all the production crew and everything and was, huh. was everybody just it seems like it's a really supportive crew and cast and like a lot of fun to work on the show yeah that, like that's like the minimal like they're amazing i i would always hang out with the uh the film crew and the film crew they're awesome and there's a person named jean paul and <laughs> sorry, I, to, I had to in a french accent and he basically operates some of the cameras and there's a person named Mike Wales who is the director of photography and um basically in one of the scenes I want I want you to guess which scene because you know I can't give that information away but uh I filmed one of the scenes and they let me hold like hold the camera and that was like one of my favorite experiences of all time we yeah I got a film I think it was Anisha and Rose, and they let me, like, hold the camera, and I felt so, like, <laughs> man, I'm so cool right now, and that was a really awesome experience. Also, another one that sticks up into my head is when I won a $5 Friday, which is when everybody, like, pitches in $5 or more, and I think our grand total was $450, and I was like, Mom, okay, let's pick out some, you know, $5, right? So they're like, you, you want to, like, you want to choose the name out of the hat? Because it's, like, a hat, so... I was like, yeah, oh my gosh, this is going to be so cool. So I choose the name. This was not rigged, by the way. <laughs> and I choose my name out of the hat. Mind you, there are like, a lot of people that like put their names in, and I choose my name. Like I found that so hard to believe. So I ended up winning that money, and I donated it to a charity. So, yeah. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't know what to do with all this money. I was like, <laughs> My gosh, like I want everybody. I'm so sad. I was like, okay, you know what? We're just gonna give it away to a good cause. That's pretty cool, though, that you got to you know film a little bit and actually uh, experience that. Does that sort of uh, 
do you find yourself, I guess, learning a lot and sort of, you know, pulling from these experiences and, uh, and getting to, you know, really dive into all of these different aspects of filming a television show yeah. or a movie with, uh, I guess, each experience you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, a big help for me was Dan Etheridge because Dan Etheridge and I basically them that you see on the and we sort of had this like intention to make her more innocent and sneaky more you know naive than like you know like vulgar because I think with Tatum it's very easy to play it sort of like Patrice but Patrice within herself she's a different character than me and I think what's amazing about the whole experience is that I've learned so much and the show shot almost a year ago it shot in I mean, close to a year. Shot in November 14th is when we started. I remember that day exactly because it was two days after my best friend's birthday. And I remember the first day I came on set, I I was greeted with warm hands. And everybody was just so kind. And it was overall just an amazing experience. And the first scene we shot was the scene where... Well, Rose and Malcolm come to my foster home and you know they talked to me and that was an amazing experience as well I gotta talk to Malcolm and Malcolm is hilarious he makes so many jokes he makes you laugh and Liv or Rose should I say is so sweet like she's one of the most kindest people like on this planet and she's so gorgeous in real life like she's gorgeous on the show and you think (laughs) any prettier than that you see her in real life she's like flawless like she is amazing and then another yeah, another person, I guess, is Ali Machalka. And Ali Machalka is amazing. Like, I looked up to her since I was, like, three because I grew up watching Disney Channel. I was like, oh, my God, who's that? And then just being able to, like, even, like, shake her hand or giving her a hug, that was, like, my my ultimate fangirl moment. And I remember talking about sushi to her, and that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's pretty neat, I guess, um, is that, you know, your character did – get to interact with, you know, multiple of the, of the main characters on the show. So, um, I mean, I know, you know, we already talked about how, um, inviting and just, uh, endearing they all, uh, sound, but were you able to also pick anything up, uh, from, from them and sort of being around them as, you know, some more, um, experienced and older actors? Yeah, well, I know I know that Malcolm really likes the crappy station as well as me. He likes to drink his coffee, so we hung out uh, around the crappy station for a bit, and I've learned so many things from them. They taught me so much, and I guess what's really remarkable about the whole entire crew and the cast is they want to be there. I mean, it's pretty hard to find a job that you want to be at at 5 a.m., you know? Like, yeah. they're, they're most amazing cast and most amazing crew and they're just they're so sweet and they're so down to earth and they're genuine people and that makes me so happy to find people that you know talk from their heart and talk from like you know their soul like i i think they're so amazing like they're talented they're i have no other words for talented you know mm-hmm. no absolutely yeah. that's awesome they're amazing sean i'm sorry i've been you know sort of uh jumping back and forth but uh it's just she you know she's pretty much led into the the questions i've had <laughs> and everything and done really nice segues um so feel free you know if no it's perfectly fine that that's what i intended to happen <laughs> yeah. 
I think. I don't know. <laughs> Uncertainty is my middle name most of the time. <laughs> I think. Has uh, mine. So we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I don't know. There's, there's a lot I want to ask, but like nothing's coming straight to mind right now. So, uh, yeah, if you've got anything else, please go for it. Um, yeah, well, I guess, you know, you sort of had mentioned that you got to really, like, sit down and discuss your character. Did did you, so did you, were you able to have, um, I guess, input after reading the scripts and everything on how, um, how you wanted to, I guess, present and play this character? And did you really get to, you know, give, uh, I just guess your input and your thoughts on how you sort of, uh, I guess read or understood or interpreted the scenes and um and how that might play out or kind of uh look for your character on screen okay so i'll tell you my audition process because that kind of has to do with my scene study and stuff but basically what happened is i remember auditioning on halloween it was october 31st so close to where we are right now and I remember going to the audition, and before I do any audition, no matter if it's a line, if it's a paragraph, it's if it's like a monologue, whatever it is, I do a thing called scene study. And for me, scene study is just primarily finding out who the character is, what her intentions are, what she wants, you know, like everything like that, like the five W's. And um, I do all that. And then what I do, and some people think I'm crazy for this, is I write a biography about the person, and that usually spans like a page or three sometimes so i wrote a biography on tatum and obviously with scripts you aren't given that much right and especially with i zombie they keep it very protective and like very sealed you know mm-hmm. so i watched i watched all of i zombie before i auditioned obviously and that was a i love that just you know binge watching your favorite show <laughs> i auditioned uh, ava what are you doing up so late um i'm preparing for my audition what does it look like i'm doing you know and um <laughs> I did all that scene study, and I guess at first I played her as sneaky, and they they didn't show the part, but there was another sort of scene in my first episode, which is 310, and I had talked about my past, and my past was basically my mother died in a car crash with us, and my dad was that kind of savior, and I played that sort of like sneaky in that I, you know, hate my dad, and I would I can't stand them. But I guess the final product, me and Dan talked about this. Actually, me and Viet, because Viet was, um, he was, oh my god, he's amazing. He was directing the first episode. We talked about playing Patrice, no, playing Tatum very alongside Patrice, but at the same time, she wants to see her dad survive, you know? No person wants to see a person die, especially if it's somebody like your father. And obviously she's embarrassed because, you know, who's, who's, you know, who wants their father to be like a serial killer, you know? <laughs> so I guess, I mean, how I played it was sneaky, yet innocent, yet very manipulated by Patrice. And you realize, you come to see that her mom is obviously Carrie Gold, and we we know how that works. We can mm-hmm. see the persuasion, and I feel like... I get this question a lot, and it's, do you think she's persuaded by, you know, Patrice? And my answer is, yeah, of course. Like, if you're living with somebody that's a sneaky little person, you are going to eventually become a sneaky little person, you know? Mm -hmm. And I guess 
that's what I created at least. And that's what me, Dan and Viet tried to create. So yeah, that's Tatum. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I mean, that's really cool that you, you know, put in so much work and effort to, to really, uh, bring that to your character and to help, you know, I think it seems like it helps you connect as well and just adds more to it. Um, which yeah, is no, really definitely. Neat. And, it's, uh, it's amazing. Like it's amazing how Steven said he works and I wouldn't like do like anything else or anything other than that, because I believe that like every audition, no matter if it's a big part, if it's a small part, whatever it is, it's equally as important. It's a different opportunity and that opportunity can lead to more opportunities. So yeah. you've got to pull in, got to put in your full 110%. And I guess that's basically how I do my sort of, you know, little acting thing. <laughs> no, yeah, that's great. I mean, it's a, a great mentality to have and everything and to bring to all your projects. Um, so did you, I'm also curious. So I believe, um, in the way everything plays out and when we're first introduced to your character, um, you know, it's not until after everything that happens with, uh, Tatum's father and, um, that you are on screen with, uh, Anisha, I, th I think yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm correct. So did you, was it fun to, um, I guess, you know, eventually, I guess sort of see the role grow into being able to interact with another character. That's not that you're not, like you said, sort of sneaking around or hiding things from, um, and, and how that played into the whole experience. Yeah, no, it was definitely like, it was a, a really fun time. And, um, I guess, Again, Tatum is persuaded by Patrice. I, because mm -hmm. you know, like, I believe everybody and every person is born to this world, you know, completely like nice, completely, you know, like totally great. And it's the people around them that really influence their decisions. And that's what I think happened with Tatum and Patrice. Patrice, she's not a bad person either. Like, it's just her mom is Carrie Gold. And I guess that really helps a lot with the whole entire sneaking around. And you can see that. I'm kind of pressured by her to meet her ideals, you know, mm -hmm. her manipulative ideals. And sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes it's a really bad thing. And in this case, it's not the best. So, well, yeah, because I think we can also, you know, I think the season, um, and iZombie always does such a nice job as a show of really, um, filling out its storylines. And I think, yeah, that's clearly something where we, as viewers are able to tell that, Patrice has to be in on everything, you know, from the beginning. And you f you feel like because of the plot her mom is trying to carry out, um, you know, your character becomes a very big part of that. And so, I yeah, I think it's, uh, it's neat how the show really does, um, I guess, develop that relationship between uh, Tatum and Patrice and how, yeah, we do see, you know, this girl has gone through this such an emotional and traumatic experience um, yeah. but we can assume that, you know, she never, she never had the full story of her father. She just knew, knew him as her father. And then all of a sudden, um, Patrice is probably being, comp you know, full, almost forced by her mother of, you need to befriend and manipulate this girl in order to keep her, uh, on our side. So that's, that's a lot of fun. That's really neat. What was, uh, yeah, I was going to say, um, what you guys probably don't know is that, Patrice in the first episode, and I think till the end, she doesn't know that Tatum's dad is 
you know, was or at least she doesn't know it's that bad, right? Um, and that's what I guess really helped me because it was kind of like Tatum was embarrassed. Like she was like, no, don't talk about my father. Let's be quiet. And that's why they go outside. That's why they don't talk in front of Patrice. That's because she's embarrassed. And, you know, when Patrice tries to look through the window, that's kind of like, or at least I shot I was like, you know, just fuck, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, somewhere around that. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least right now, you know, I feel like I've uh, gotten a lot out and learned a lot. Sean, did you have anything to add? Um, I'm still trying. Man, I'm really dropping the ball today. Uh, <laughs> again, oh as I've God. mentioned, hey, it, it's been it's an off week. Cool, and I'm like flooded with homework. Oh, jeez. Don't remind me. I just graduated college. I'm done with homework. <laughs> I don't want to go back to that. I don't ever <laughs> want to go back to school. But it's an education and it's important. It, it, it is. Education is important. But once yeah. you're done, take a break. Mm-hmm. Figure out if going back is the right thing for you. And then do what our buddy Chris is doing and go back for your master's degree. Yeah, get that master's. <laughs> but I'm not doing that. Not right now. It's too too early. I got to be an adult for a little while first. Also because the government won't pay for it, but that's beside the point. Uh, <laughs> Continue. Yeah. <laughs> do to do. Uh, just trying to think of other general questions, but like. I really don't have anything other than wondering what will, if the character does come back, how the character will be different. But, um, I mean, you did get to meet Rose, Malcolm, and Allie, correct? Yeah. You didn't get to meet the other three guys, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I... Everybody will tell you how much I wanted to meet Ravi. And I mean, just, again, alone, just, you know, meeting with everybody, like, that was alone a gift within itself. But I, I like, I was, like, looking at Ravi, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Ravi. I, I, I remember seeing him in his trailer, and I was like, should I go in? Should I, like, it's one of those, like, should I say or should I go moments. And you're yeah. like, you want to flip a coin? But I was like, I'll let him, I'll be, let him be in peace. You know what I mean? He was probably playing video games. I, yeah, I'm gonna be. Robbie's, Robbie is so cool. And that David or Andrews. yeah, David Andrews would be another person. He oh, seems like a chill dude. Uh, yeah, you know that that's the hope because I feel like there's yeah, some no. stuff left for these characters in this new zombie world so i'm intrigued yeah. intrigued I, for yeah. sure yeah uh, ending was like open so yeah again it's up to the writer so if you want y'all can tweet at them and be like hashtag keep tatum alive hashtag keep tatum and patrice alive you know yeah definitely we'll see <laughs> um jeez i feel like i've run out of things to say which is strange for me. <laughs> um, and you're 
going back to school. So I assume that means nothing in the immediate horizon for you. Um, well, I do have some, I really like cannot talk about this right now, but I mean, I just, I just keep in tune because you know, something might happen and that'll be amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, at least on my end, Sean, I've pretty much um, asked all the questions that uh, I wanted to cover and, you know, explore the the curiosities I had about, you know, being an actor on this show that uh, that I had, so. Yeah, of yeah, course. I mean, I, I think you sort of asked the questions I was going to ask. Two, Blaze, get out of my head. <laughs> I know it's nice and cozy in there, but get out of my head. That's funny. <laughs> no, this happens. Because <laughs> there's really only so much we can ask without getting into oddly very specific, like, Oh, on this line in this episode in this scene, <laughs> what was the choice going through your mind at this time? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of some other stories that I have on set, and then, oh yeah, oh, this is a good story. Uh, so many of you guys don't know this about me, and I'm sure a lot of like I mentioned this briefly in one interview, but I'm the world champion in Chinese singing. Yes, you heard that huh. right. Chinese singing. Yeah, so Mandarin. Interesting. Pop, yeah, I won their version of what they call like the voice, basically. So I'm a Chinese singer girl, and um, Rose actually videotaped me singing, and then I'm sure I I think the whole crew heard about it. So everywhere we went, I just you know me singing in Chinese, and I think half the people were like really confused but you know the other half were enjoying it so that's a fun fact oh, very cool yeah. yeah Chinese singing nothing <laughs> like it that is boggling my my mind right now because I didn't totally did not expect that <laughs> yeah I mean I mean not many people know that about me, and I, I, I don't try to, like, you know, publicly announce, yeah, hi, I'm Ava Fry, I'm Tatum on iZombie, and I'm, you know, casually a Chinese singer, but, you know, the people who do, they're like, oh, wow, you know, and um, I told some people on iZombie, and a lot of people were, like, you know, amazed, and another thing I would do is I'd bring my, I play electric guitar, and obviously you can't bring, bring electric guitar, you know, to set, because that'd be very disrespectful, <laughs> but I brought my acoustic and I jammed out and I'm yeah and that was a good time too very neat yeah it was it was, it was like I love the set of I zombie they're so kind they're beautiful amazing talented people and you know just like they're amazing you know yeah no that's very cool and I mean I really appreciate you you know explaining and uh telling us about your experience on the show and just what it's like to be on that side of things from the production standpoint and everything. 
Yeah, of course. And if you guys have any questions at all, feel free to ask me. I always will reply because, you know, I love iZombie. I think the fandom is amazing. I absolutely, like, I absolutely, I like, I looked, um, I was like looking Tatum Weckler up and I think my friend did too. She's like, Ava, you're on Famous Birthdays. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, now I'm on Famous Birthdays. And that was really amazing. I'm also on a fandom page on Fandom week, week, wikis, something like that. So uh, that's pretty up. The fandom wiki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, brings back, brings back memories, isn't it? Memories of yielding times. Oh no. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm messing. Um, I sometimes randomly get overly dramatic just for overly dramatic sake. Oh my god, that's totally me. Literally, though, <laughs> that would, that's like. Always, that always happens to me and um yeah we we would uh oh i just i remembered about an amazing story this is gonna this is gonna be the deal breaker right here okay so i'm from canada and as you know we have a chain called tim hortons right and uh tim hortons is not at all good like it just it tastes in my opinion it tastes horrible <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I am going to change everybody's opinions on uh, Tim Hortons, and I'm going to bring Krispy Kreme because I know Mark Arpovsky loves Tim Hortons. Like, he would do anything for a Tim Hortons donut in the morning with some coffee. And I was like, no, you're lying. So one day I brought 12 dozen boxes of – so that's 144 donuts um, – of that's... Krispy Kreme first glazed donuts, and I brought them to set. And they were gone within five minutes. And I'm like, Mark, now do you trust me? Now do you trust my donut opinion? And we were even. And now Krispy Kreme is known as a donut, the official donut of iZombie. <laughs> Good choice. Not just the official donut of the Power Rangers movie, but also the official donut of iZombie. It's all yes. connected. It's and all I connected. We all declared it on our, on, um, on set. So Krispy Kreme, sponsor us. We will do a brain donut. You know what? That could be an interesting food item for next season. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I zombie take my ideas, <laughs> you know? <laughs> this one's free, but the next one you got to start paying me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but all my deals are closed. Okay, well, I think that's everything then, because I'm drawing a huge blank. Literally, I think if I were to look at myself in the mirror, I just see a giant question mark hanging over my head. <laughs> because I <laughs> am probably a sim. No, yeah, I mean, like I said, I <laughs> pretty much uh, got out everything I wanted to, and uh, I think it was really... Uh, Really fun to have you on and uh, and talk about this stuff. I found it really, really neat and a great experience. Oh, my gosh. I thought this was amazing. I mean, like, I just honestly, I love talking to, like, everybody part of the Eyes on the Canon because it's, it's kind of like, you know, like, you're talking to a family because they understand what you're saying, and it's really fun. Yeah, no, I think it's a great... Uh, great fandom surrounding the show and uh and just you know the cast from everyone from yourself to uh, what you've told us about on production and just uh all the main actors as well and just uh 
seeing how they all interact at cons and everything, it really seems like there's just a great community and culture built around iZombie. Yeah, no, I mean, everybody there just like, again, as he said earlier, iZombie is one of those jobs where, you know what, you want to be there, like, at 5 a.m. You want to you wanna drive there at 5 a.m., you know? Like, I wouldn't miss a day. Like, it's just amazing. I love it so much. And especially the environment they put you in, it's such a wonderful, like, grateful, like, everybody there is just, you know, so happy. Yeah, and I mean, you're casually talking about eating brains <laughs> in I mean, the fandom. Like, you know, <laughs> that, there's not that many fandoms where you can just casually talk about eating brains. Like they don't even talk about it in the Walking Dead fandoms. Yeah, no. I mean, it's uh, sometimes it's very. I find sometimes people are very controversial, very controversial about it. And you know what? Personally, you know, sure, I'm, you know, but we're talking about fake brains. We're not actually eating them, you know. Either they're yogurt or uh, gelatinous globs of brain-shaped gelatin. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. No, we're not talking about real brains. No, no. And <laughs> be a whole different discussion if it was. Uh, but, yeah. If, yeah, I think that... I think that just about does it then. So let's go ahead and just uh, wrap it up like we normally do. Where can we find you, Ava, on the interwebs? Oh, on the interwebs? Okay. My Instagram is I'm Ava Fry. So that's I, the letter M, A V A F R Y E. So it's Fry with like an E. So think French Fry with me. And my Twitter is the Ava Fry. So same spelling. And I have a YouTube channel, which is Ava Fry Official. All right. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you for and having you me. Post, you post vlogs and stuff on your... Yeah, I'm currently I'm currently working out a schedule, you know, and uh, stay tuned for more videos. I mean, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I get huge stage fright. Like, I... <laughs> I want to vomit before I go on stage because it's just like, you know, a lot of people are watching you. And that's the thing about auditions. I also get like, you know, huge stage fright as well. But, you know, that's why, I mean, you got to live a bit. You got to breathe through it. And you got to post through it, you know? Wonderful. Yeah. But most importantly, you got to be happy because if there's one thing that I've learned is that if you're not happy, then you should probably choose another job. But acting... <laughs> And singing are the most best jobs, and I am so blessed to have had this opportunity, and hopefully, hopefully, many more to come. And I mean, yeah, just be happy, be yourself, and stay positive. Awesome. And Blaze, um, can we find you at the usual? Yeah, you can find me at Blaze Hopkins on Twitter. Um, always pumping out comic reviews at the Marvel Report. Always pumping out. Uh, television reviews for tvovermind.com and um, you can check out my other podcast Comic Convo where we dive into the wonderful world of comics and everything they have to offer and that is at comic underscore convo on Twitter recently just talked about Batman 
Yes, sir. With a bunch of uh, buddies of yours. Yeah, if I'm our, not mistaken. Our San Diego Comic Con crew. Yes, you are. <laughs> making hamburger helper in the silent background. Yes, um, sir. <laughs> Very fun episode to do, and it was uh, great having you guys all on. So yeah, you can feel free to go check that out. It's a lot of fun, and uh, if you're interested in comics, uh, yeah, check it out. Awesome. And then you can find me at my usual place over at Snarky Sean on Twitter. That's where I usually post my nonsensical nonsense. Um, I've got the Geekishly Toku podcast, which talks about superheroes and spandex-clad Japanese superheroes and whatever else I feel like discussing over there. May or may not be coming back sometime in the near or distant future. Um, as I mentioned earlier, uncertainty is my middle name. So I'm uncertain of its future, but it will be back in some capacity at some point in time. And then I have my Psych Rewatch podcast, Delicious Flavor. By the time this is out, I want to say we've officially launched. So, yeah, um, probably going to be the rehash of the pilot episode with the actual crew instead of the switching out our uh, female host like Psych did with their female lead. Uh, so that's fun. And uh, I write stuff over the Marvel Report. More, most recently, my uh, Inhumans Roundtable nonsense is there. And um, other things to come, like Marvel's Spider-Man, the new animated series. Yeah, those reviews should be coming out very soon, too. So keep an eye out on that. And uh, you can find this podcast on Twitter and on Facebook just by searching iZombie Radio or at iZombie Radio. Um, we are on pretty much every single podcasting platform imaginable. And if we're not on yours, let us know so we can get on that so I can actually not have to list every single one of them because, geez, we are on way too many platforms. And that's not even all of them. I promise you. Um, <laughs> and we are part of the DC TV podcast network. So we've got Flash, Supergirl, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, um, DC Classics, Black Lightning, Krypton, Titans, and a bunch of other stuff coming and going and coming and going so keep an eye out on that and that's just at dctv podcasts you can find everything else there and once again i'd like to thank you ava for joining us on yet another spectacular interview episode and uh of course yeah no problem like i'm always happy to be here i'm always happy to talk about eyes on me which is an amazing show and it's just you know Overall, like a really good time. <laughs> and we'd like to thank you guys for listening once again, and we'll see you in the next episode, whenever that may be. Good night, good morning, good day, good afternoon, whatever. Good day. <laughs>